Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show that takes unsolved true mysteries and cocktails and smooshes them together <laughs> for your listening pleasure. Uh, with me as always is the fantastic Suze Kempner. Chin chin. <laughs> the amazing Chris Stokes. Schmoosh. And I'm <laughs> Sued Milas. If you've just Milas. joined us as well, we're in the Mashmoosh Milas. Uh, we're, <laughs> well, where are we? We're in the 80s uh, of our long running yeah. series. It was acceptable <laughs> in the 80s. We're in, uh, we're in the mid 80s as well. Mid 80s. It's uh, uh, geopolitics, war, and espionage. Encompassing yes. all three. Yeah. yeah. And um, Chris, is, Chris and I have been born. Masood's just around the corner. I'm just around the corner, just about to be born. Yeah. Well, you you were February as well, aren't you? February 87, yes. Yeah. yeah so, two, so May, you'd have been conceived, right? Yes, I think so. Your mum and dad are going to have sex a month after this one. Wow. <laughs> oh, sweet. That is, I mean... I... I mean, probably the same month as well, but like the one that you, that brought you up. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one that, well... the one that, the one, yeah, the one that... This is the one that takes. For all all I know, I could I could have been adopted. I have no idea. My parents literally are so cagey about my birth. Yeah, but a lot around. (laughs) Like my mom, especially. I I, I've told you this. Yeah, but you and your sister are clearly related, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes, Yeah. So probably the same. Do you not have any? Do you not take after your? I definitely am becoming more like my mum, though. I, <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's like a, 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 a behavioral, a, I guess, like, like a, a behavioral thing. But like, what I mean is, genetically, do you not look like either? Oh, I think way? I look a bit like I look. I look a bit like both of them. I think. Yeah. I, All right. I um, although I think it's probably in my DNA the mum thing because I have like generally just bubbles. <laughs> Any like somebody says, what was it? Um, oh. Yeah, I'll have that voice in my head where I'll just be like, Hi, you people. <laughs> and I'm just like, she and lives it's not in like, there. yeah, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just there. It's permanently in there. There's got rent free, as, as the kids say, living yeah. rent free. In as, the, as the Zoomers say, <laughs> uh, I'm on Zoom and I'm not a Zoomer. No, oh. you were born in 1985. Oh, I see. Oh, oh. so are we millennials then? Yeah, we're millennials. Oh, okay. I, I guess like um, it's really annoying because people would say it, it stopped happening now. But for a while, millennial just meant young person. Yes. Had to, and, and then like we had to be like, no, 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 not necessarily. 
because now millennials are like 40. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. So, I think it's in 30 Rock Rick or something Morty. like that. Is it Rick and Morty when it goes yeah. on? It's you guys Rick like Mor- 40? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rick, oh, maybe it's in both, but there's a bit in Rick and Morty where uh, the mum uh, just says something about, I don't know, are they millennials? Are they, is it millennials? Or are they like 40 now? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's true now. Yeah, so now millennial means what it means, which is us. And uh, we're, we're, we're the laughing stock of both boomers and gen z and oh gen great x. Yeah. yeah and gen x are really gen x and well, gen, no, gen, gen x try and keep quiet when this happens i think oh because they're the shittest ones yes oh, <laughs> they're, they're almost certainly the shittest ones right? they're yeah. the ones responsible for reality <laughs> bites oh those guys suck <laughs> got, we've reality got a lot bites. of uh, we've got a lot of gen x listeners we don't mean you <laughs> I do. I mean you specifically. The other ones are all right. Gen X were people who were like twenty-five when Nirvana came out. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah Gen okay. X are like Gen X are like the friends, like you know, uh, uh, friend, yeah, the friends and friends. They're Gen X. Yeah, it's basically yeah. people born from like mid sixties to late seventies. Oh, okay, yeah. They're the ones that um, uh, I guess were nominally progressive, but still used to use the bad words. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> they were very much when Hillary Clinton was running for president, they were tweeting, I'm with her. <laughs> oh, I don't know God. what's wrong with the R word. That one. What, redacted? Should we talk about what we're drinking? Oh, yeah. I have got something that's delicious. Yeah, that looks delicious. I love the short it glass is. as well. It is, it is, it is really delicious. It is uh, Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. It's chocolate orange liqueur. Oh wow! And yeah, uh, dark matter chocolate orange Ooh. liqueur. And it is uh, a dash of chocolate bitters. And honestly, you wouldn't know it was alcoholic now. Like, wow! Just, uh, it's it's like so sweets. smooth, so smooth, and it tastes exactly like a a, a chocolate drink. But Yum. A chocolate drink. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, I like giving it the that unimaginative name because i quite like an unimaginative name i think a chocolate drink sounds like a fun oh name. i was gonna call it it's not terry's he's a cunt um, <laughs> i prefer that actually it's oh. on, only because in spirit of my naming a drink at the bill murray which became the wanker's delight yeah. mine was oh, the cunt yeah. special cunt and then it's like that's too much masood i was like is it it, it is, is it <laughs> <the> cunt? <laughs> masood got really aggressive it's, I feel like you had a bad day. I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not Terry's. He's a cunt. I like. And, you know, if you want to do a, a not a not safe for work version, but a bar version, you go, he's a twat. He's a dick. You could interchange. So that it's um, uh, one measure of uh, whiskey, mm-hmm. uh, half a measure of the chocolate liqueur, uh, mm. orange liqueur, chocolate orange liqueur, and then two dashes of uh, chocolate bitters. Mm. Mm, that sounds nice. What have you got there, Suze? Uh, I've got here. Do you remember I had that Glaswee gin, raspberry oh, yeah. and rhubarb gin, brewed and distilled, etc., in <laughs> Glasgow? Uh, a gift from Natalie O'Donoghue. Thank you very much. Um, and I've put it in. It's it's half and half, shaken over ice, uh, with dead man's fingers. Uh, what's it? Reposado tequila. Oh right, okay. Which is pretty delicious. Which is that's on supposed to be quite a nice I, one. Very nice. I wouldn't have occurred to me to mix tequila and gin, but I'm not Sue's Kempner. 
Uh, it's probably because it's a terrible idea. I haven't tasted well, it yet. Well, no, I, nice. no, 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 because I um uh I remember Just when I started. It. No, all oh, right. Yeah, so when I started make, having to make our own drinks, because hmm. it was weird for a while. Obviously, Masood, you'd make the drinks. Now it's yeah. commonplace for us to make our own. But yeah, yeah. Do you remember when lockdown started happening and we were like, "Oh shit, got to make our own." We've got yeah. make our own drinks. Yeah. Um, uh, I. Uh, would make them very strong because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, same. I used and to like then, make half then, a pint. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, and then as I've gone on, like I've started, and now um, I've made a few that are just pure booze. But yeah. It still wouldn't occur to me to mix tequila and gin. But tequila what you've gin. described sounds, well, sounds quite nice. I you know? mean, a... the description of this Cornish tequila is uh, says it's created and blended at the Rum and Crab Shack in St Ives, Cornwall. Tequila Reposado is aged in bourbon barrels for a smooth taste and a flavour of vanilla and honey. And I thought, hmm, that's, and it is nice. It's yeah. very smooth. I thought that would be nice with the uh, raspberry and rhubarb gin. So I'm yeah. going to taste it now. Oh, you haven't tried it yet? Yeah, it's really nice. I think yeah. you'd like it. I can imagine it's quite oh. nice. It's, I imagine. There's a lot in that glass. <laughs> do they like. It also had some ice in it. They probably Swunky. bring it in. Is it uh, one of each? Have you done the same measurements? It's a perfect. Dead man's. They do tons. My venue in Edinburgh, the Banshee Labyrinth, shout out to the Banshee Labyrinth, best venue in Edinburgh, on the bloody free fringe. Uh, They had all the different Dead Man's Fingers tequilas lined up along the back of the bar. The Rum and Crab Shack. Why am I thinking of Crab? Like St. Ives. Oh, yeah. Crab Shack. Oh, Crab Man is um, from My Name is Earl. Crab Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the herb fella. Yeah. I can't imagine Cornwall is a very good place to grow agave. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, like <clears throat> it's not exactly a desert-like. No. Uh, <clears throat> that sounds the way nice, things though. are going, though. It uh, is, hey, it's really hey. nice. And I, and the name I've given it is From Cornwall to Glasgow. Ay, ay, ay! Yeah, that Amazing. works both ways as well. Like, uh, you know, with, with the... With the uh, I like uh, that. Scottish yeah, yeah, accent hey. as well. I, I, I. I thought it were, I thought that was fun. I like that. That's, that that works. That flies. It's also um, you see it on a cocktail menu. You're like, I'm getting that. Yeah. What yeah. the hell is this? Mm. Not only is the III fun, but from Cornwall to Glasgow is yeah. Makes you what think. possibly could be in this drink? Tequila yeah. and gin. Oh, yeah. Ooh, raspberry and rhubarb and honey and vanilla. Oh my. Um, it's uh, it smells so lovely. Mm. Like, if you got it, you'd be like, it smells like, mm. right. Do you know when you first put a Tic Tac in your mouth, mm-hmm. you don't get mint first, do you? You get the t- I know what tiny you mean. You bit get of the, the coating. Yeah, that yeah, like kind of like fruity. The, the sweetness. Yeah, like vanilla yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. that. And that's what, what you get when you first take a sip. What an incredible bit of observational. Yeah. Like, no, and that's I have an, an observational nugget that no one's... I don't think that's ever been vocalised before, Suze. No. I don't have a sophisticated palate, but I noticed that. That's one of the things I liked about Tic Tacs. I don't mind a mint. Very nice. But well, I like a Tic Tac more because you put it in, you get that first bit where you're like, ooh. It's that extra bit of flavor just for you. It's it like feels the outside like... of an ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of sugary, yeah. sweety. Um, what was I going to say? I uh, I got into someone's car once and it was a very distinct smell. And I was like, hmm, smells like desiccated coconut. <laughs> <And they were laughs> like, wow, that is a really astute. How did you? I mean, it does, but Picked I would out. not have put that that smell to our uh... <laughs> was it desiccated coconut or was it drugs because drugs think... have that sickly sweet 
Oh, yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, yeah, it does smell like that, Masood. And Masood's like, that car had desiccated. Um, uh, What are you drinking, Masood? Well, as I'm, uh, we're doing this episode in the daytime and I'm picking up my daughter later, I decided to go for an N.A. cocktail. um, One that we had. um, Non-applicable. Non-applicable cocktail, non-alcoholic cocktail. One that we had um, just recently, actually, at a cocktail bar near us. um, An elderflower fizz. So oh. elderflower um, mint lime juice and then soda water on top of that and it's one of those ones that you could very easily add i'd probably go tequila actually that sounds nice then it's if like a british it looked really mojito. nice because i yeah yeah when uh when we caught a glimpse of it on the on the camera earlier mm. i was like bloody hell masu's picking up his daughter later yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah he's gone hard but like Supping uh, down. so you put fresh mint in there have you Yes, um, fresh mint. Yeah, so I I I reckon yeah, I'd pop tequila in that. That's the one I, I. You could do gin or vodka, but I'd say tequila would be the fun one to go with the yeah. lime and the elderflower. It'd give it that kind of fun little edge. Um, yeah, a, a British mojito. <laughs> it's like a, a British, British mojito. Mabrito. El- Mabrito. <laughs> yeah, like Magneto. Uh, Mabrito. Mabrito. <laughs> so between us we've got good drinks but yeah. what has chris got for us what do you have for us chris? uh welcome to mystery on the rocks episode 150 it's one of those things where it's like oh it's it's just sort of like coincided quite nicely uh, episode 150 but we're tied into the the season that we're currently doing sure so what what is it but it, ter- it turns out this is quite a quite a big one for 150 uh 1986 would you like to hazard a guess oh god we've done, 86. We've done... Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um 86 is it the fall of the berlin wall that's 88 no. That's 88, isn't it? Yeah, no, no Berlin Wall was 89, sure. 89. Oh, it was yeah. much later. It's not, okay. It can't be Greg Lovanus <sighs> hitting his head on that diving board because that was definitely 88. Is it, is it, um, <laughs> is it, uh, Reagan? Assassination nope. attempt on no, Reagan? No, that was no? 81. And we know, did it anyway? <laughs> yeah, he's free and he's making music. Let him live. <laughs> John Hinckley. Uh, I, th- I think I think you're going to get really excited when I tell you, but I'm because yeah. I, I thought you'd guess, but you haven't. So I'm. Do you want me to put you at your misery, or do you want to keep yeah, going? Because no. this could be the whole no. episode. Guestimations. <laughs> <laughs> no, go, uh, on. go on. It is ch- 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 Chernobyl. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Thousands died. Thousands died. And many more for many generations. They they continue to. That's the beauty of Chernobyl. (laughs) And my friend Johnny Wu was doing a show the day, you know, like we had that crazy Monday, Tuesday where it's like it's 40 degrees plus. Um, I was on the Sunday doing a gig outside and it was very hot. And Johnny was doing the show after me. So I stayed and watched and everyone was just so hot. And Johnny said, you're all hot now, aren't you? It's going to be 41 degrees tomorrow. And everyone went, oh. And then Johnny went, thousands will die. (laughs) (laughs) 
And everyone went, oh, bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's me when I think about Chernobyl. Thousands oh, will really? die. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, they, they did. They did. But they did. Um, they did, incidentally, they did. let's let's talk numbers right now. Mm. Uh, there were fewer than 100 deaths directly attributed to the accident. Which is wild. Yes. Fewer, yeah. fewer than 100. Yeah. But obviously, and they have to say estimates, but the increased mortality over subsequent decades, that's where the... Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's where the damage is, yeah. It's a little bit Ooh. like Hiroshima, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, you can't, like, right, yeah, yeah, so there's no... um, uh, Yeah, so, like... uh. Fat man and little boy or big boy? Fat man and little boy, I think fat, it was. Fat man and little boy. Yeah. With uh, with Chernobyl, there's no consensus on the actual. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, approximately 30 people died from immediate blast trauma and right. acute radiation syndrome in the seconds to months after the disaster. That right. blows my mind. So from 30. Like 30. And then the scale is in the seconds to months. So yeah. there were some people mm. that died instantly, so, yeah. and then other people died months later, and that's still number total thirty. Uh, and then apparently, respectively, sixty in total in the decades since either of the radiation-induced cancer. Mm. Uh, but then there are some people say that there are uh, uh, there's obviously there's a debate concerning the accurate number um, uh, of projected deaths that are yet to occur because it's oh. fairly recent history. Chernobyl. Yes, uh, we are not old people. No. Uh, so it happened. Uh, well, me and Sue's were alive. It happened yeah. just before um, you were born, Sue. Old so. Mousy was born, but we don't even know it, the um, implications of that much radiation being released in the atmosphere over the period of time that it has been, because that's never happened. Well, so yeah. we don't know yeah. what that's still doing. We have no well, idea. I see it. Yeah, because there were people that lived with the ill effects of Hiroshima and Nagasaki for decades, yeah. and they yes. were still finding out, like. Yeah, stuff about that it long afterwards. Was. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, um, long-term death estimates range from four thousand, and that was a two thousand and five and two thousand and six United Nations consortium estimate, okay. uh, and that was the for the most exposed people of Ukraine, Belarus, and Russia, mm-hmm. uh, to sixteen thousand cases in total for all those exposed on the entire continent of Europe, because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it was Chernobyl was a hell of a guff. Like yeah. it went. The, it went air like across hell of Europe. A guff. It was a hell of a guff. But as soon as the explosion, I was like, "That's a hell of a guff." Whoa, hell of a guff. <laughs> 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 Hillary guff. Um, uh, with figures as high as sixty thousand, when including the relatively minor effects around the entire planet. Fuck yeah! Bloody That's, hell! Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, there's so much, obviously, to do with Chernobyl. Um, uh, for those there's... listening that might not know what happened, oh, yeah, oh yes, it was a it was a a, a nuclear power plant that uh, had a had a meltdown. Mm. Yeah, explosion... just lost it. Yeah, yeah just like, yeah, just like oh, I've had enough, lads. Yes, uh, an explosion caused by uh, well, lots of things, uh, yeah. which we'll get into for sure. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's uh, one of the things that blows my mind is, and I imagine we've all seen the TV show. But I, Mm. as watching TV show, I was I'm one of those people who like let's look further and like Mm. looked up a whole bunch of other stuff around it. There's a scene in the show where, and this happened, this actually happened. I think it's almost like it looks like a like a large flashlight from the center of the explosions, like going up into the sky. Yeah, like a fucking science fiction. That's the air is like irradiated. Yeah, 
And that's what it is, is causing that. It's like, it's so radiant that it's causing like this huge pillar of light to- It's, it's insane. Uh, wow, and they were- A lot of radiation. <laughs> they, um, it's, it's a whole, it was a whole different culture to ours in that people in the country were like, would all muck in. So yes. if you were told like, okay, they sent a load of people down to turn off the water. Oh, yeah, which is yeah, in the yeah. show as well yeah. um because if it got into the water supply it would have been it could have been millions of deaths yeah. so they were like yeah, we need to turn worse. off the water so they sent these divers down to do it all these divers actually survived as well i found out which is mad because they Insane, were like because they were in, in the, the fucking water yeah but also um, they went they went in they went in not possibly expecting to survive mm. they went in sort yeah. of like as a weird yeah, they we'll may take, not have been able we'll to complete the task. The yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So they sent them in and they just did it. And apparently that was very common. They 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 would uh, had to scoop all the stuff that had gone up in the blast off the roof of the building, didn't they? And throw it in. Oh, yeah. Well, and they were sending people in one by one. They were like, you all have 45 seconds. You throw something off and then you run down and that's your job. Yeah. That's it's it, yeah. it's interesting when um when you said oh, it was a different culture and everybody mucked in. Mm. When not yeah, I guess like um surface level workers would yeah but a lot of a lot of the chernobyl accident was basically people covering their own asses and not mucking oh in. yes oh, yeah, this no. as well yeah oh yeah yeah and one of oh, those how are we gonna do this? Are we gonna eddie go... marzen <laughs> are, we, are we gonna go timeline or are we just gonna how are we how are we gonna do it? no I, I i reckon because like you you know as much about the chernobyl incident yeah. as me then we'll just talk about it I we'll just talk about it, yeah um Cause yeah yeah because it was I, I don't want it to I, I can chime in with facts if they're okay, relevant yeah. and i see them but yeah. so so um uh the actual accident happened during a safety test yeah uh, yes yes it wasn't uh, so yeah no, it was meant to measure the ability of a steam turbine to power the emergency pumps that for water yeah uh the so the water would flow around as a coolant and they were basically testing the uh, ability of that turbine to power those emergency water pumps. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, in the event of a simultaneous loss of power and a coolant leak. And then they planned a decrease of reactor power to prep for the test. But the operators accidentally dropped power output to almost zero. And then while recovering from the power drop and stabilizing it, the operators removed a number of control rods, which... Apparently, they exceeded limits set by the operating procedure, so they took too many out. Uh, and then upon test completion, the operators triggered a reactor shutdown. And then it was a design flaw uh, that resulted in localized increases in reactivity uh, within the reactor. It was like, it was a combination, though. It was like a design flaw as well as like a lot of corners being cut yeah. um, by uh, like design. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a design flaw. Yeah, exactly. There was some um, operator error as well. Um, yes, yeah. It was a combination. Uh, so, yeah, the... Uh, uh, then there was a rupture of fuel channels led to a rapid decrease in pressure, which then caused the uh, uh, coolant to uh, steam. Uh, mm. And that decreased neutron absorption, leading to an increase in reactor activity, which then further increased coolant temperatures. Uh, and that resulted in steam explosions. And it was the steam explosions that melted the whole reactor core. It's nuts, isn't it? It's crazy in the show as well when they sort of cut to, and I think this is like a, a reported thing that happened. It's like when he went into the reactor room and he sees those things like bouncing up oh, and yeah, down. And, he's sort of like yeah. and you're like, oh, that's that's bad. They're the not rods. they're and yeah, and the rods they weigh something ridiculous, like mm. I don't know, like 500 kgs or something like that. Yeah. And they're fucking dancing. Yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah. Oh shit. 
Yeah, it's yeah. mad. We're we're in a lot of trouble here, yeah. boys. Like, what a guff. <laughs> gets on the phone. Guff Turks. I, I think we're in guff town. Looks <laughs> like pulling at his collar. I'm going to say his guff <laughs> Population us. <laughs> I think we're in guff town. <laughs> oh, this whole man. thing is going to guff. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, guffed? So then the uh, those explosions uh, ruptured the reactor core and it destroyed the reactor building. That immediately followed uh, was followed by an open air reactor core fire and that lasted for uh, a week and a half. The wow. fire lasted for a week and a half, and it's it mad because obviously. Out. Oh no! Uh, hang on a minute. Yeah, no, just over a week, eight days. Yeah. Sorry, right? I don't know why I thought. And it's mad because um, like this had never happened, right? So yeah. nobody, everyone's like, "Oh, cool, well, we'll just put out the fire." Yeah, and no one really knows. Like, should we be um, touching the stuff that's on the so ground? Why? Um, yeah. Why are we bringing Chernobyl into this? Because one, it's not a mystery, and two, it's not really to do with um, uh, espionage, but it factors into geopolitics quite considerably. Oh yeah, because when you think about how the cold war up until this point was lived under the threat of nuclear disaster yeah mm. and it, <laughs> and 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 then this happens it's sort yes. of like it's not done by an enemy it's no. uh it's an accident but it does remind people about the dangers of uh yeah. nuclear power if handled incorrectly or um i guess then malevolently if a, an enemy decided to use it against you but um it's it's almost everybody. It was almost the world's worst nightmare at this point. Mm. Yes, yeah. Oh God, and just exactly how they handled it. Absolutely, you're right. It's like is is that kind of thing where, yeah, we tie into geopolitics a little bit because how they handled it, they were still kind of be like, we can't let anyone know how yeah. bad this is. It's and all- it happened two months after uh, Olaf Palmer got shot. And he was a big supporter of nuclear energy. That's right. Yeah, he was all he was all I thumbs gotcha. up nuclear. Yeah. Oh, nice one, dickhead. <laughs> I was just remembering um, in the show the guy who played Victor Bug, Con O'Neill. You know the guy I'm talking. You you'll know the guy yeah, I'm talking about. I know yeah, exactly. I really, he follows really me on like Twitter. He's really, oh, does he? Oh, he's I an like uncle. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a good he's a good fella. He's a good egg. Mm. <laughs> um, mm. But he's great in that. He sort of very much yeah. plays that. I think it's it is a real person. I'm not sure, but like yes, they are. I think they're all real. Oh, yeah. They're all real people. Yeah, oh. um, yeah he's and, great. Yeah, really and, great. Yeah, he plays that kind of one who's all for like no, let's cover it up. No one can know anything about it. It's mm. all fine. Fucking how far? How bad is it? They're like it's fucking bad. He's like nah, not. Really I bad. think so. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because they 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 delayed or they tried to delay evacuation, didn't they? Well, yeah, because it was a, what's the name of the the town that was just by it that everyone so that each of these pre, pre, Pripyat. 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 yeah every all of these nuclear power plants had like a little city around it and everyone mm. in the city worked at this power That's station it. basically yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, which is like a fucking mad future well, idea it was it? modern modern industry wasn't it yeah right mm. and this so, was like and this is russia back in the fucking 80s when mm. there were people were still queuing for bread mm-hmm. and then they had these kind of things of like here's the fucking future We've yeah these... it's like stevenage yeah <laughs> with their space center <laughs> um, welcome to stevenage, welcome to Russian stevenage. Edition. uh there's no uh there's no nuclear power plant in stevenage there is um, not unfortunately uh so it's not uh, as good so... as chernobyl <laughs> <laughs> um 
the open air reactor fire, reactor fire lasted until the 4th of May. So the uh, accident happened on the 26th of April. Amazing. And then airborne radioactive contaminants were released, which were deposited into other parts of the Soviet Union and Europe. So yeah, 70%... It went, like, they reckon Scand- parts of Scandinavia, it was blowing and, over there. Yeah. Yeah, and weren't there, weren't there like... Because I remember growing up in, like, I guess, not the immediate, but the but some of the aftermath of Chernobyl. Yeah. You know, still making news, news stories where... Because it was re- this ghost town. Yeah. Yes. You occasionally just hear about it, like, still no one's there. But but yeah. also like um, birth defects that were happening in the mid nineties. Yeah, because yeah, of, uh, yeah. Um, and for people in Germany, mm. that's fucking mad. I think a yeah. friend of mine told me he was in the Czech Republic and he was like, "Oh yeah," he was walking around. He's like, "Wow, there's a lot of deaf people here." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Why is that?" And he was talking to somebody like, "Oh, it's because of Chernobyl. It's because wow. of the, the, it's like a large percentage of the population. A lot are of deaf. people born deaf, right? Yeah. Those radioactive contaminants." went all over Europe and, and the Soviet Union. 70% landed in Belarus, which was uh, actually, it sounds, sounds far away, but it was 10 miles away. Jesus right, Christ. Right. Uh, but that's why so many landed there. Yeah. Uh, the fire released about the same amount of radioactive material as the initial explosion. So that fire that lasted the week, uh, still o- o- over it. time, let out as many as the initial explosion did. Jeez. And uh, uh, so then the, there was the... Uh, exclusion zone which was about six miles that was created 36 hours after the incident not immediately immediately which is what you would have thought they would have done yeah so from that exclusion zone about 50,000 49,000 people were evacuated primarily Mm. Pripyat and then the exclusion zone was later increased to 19 miles and another 68,000 people were evacuated oh wow shit Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, the initial explosion killed two engineers and severely burned two more. And then a massive emergency operation to put out the fire, stabilize the reactor and clean up the radioactive material began. And during the immediate emergency response, 237 workers were hospitalized and 134 of them exhibited symptoms of acute radiation syndrome. Mm. And like acute and the, and the other one are there. It's really weird because it terrifies the shit out of me. But like there's that there's a period of time where you're like, 
it's horrible and then you're fine and everyone's like oh you're all good and then you yes. become a human soup and you're like yeah oh, yeah you there's the bit where you there's like the two days where you're like oh i'm fine and yeah. i find that really weird like is it it's obviously your body adjusting to radiation poisoning but yeah. then yeah then everything melts yeah. and there's nothing oh. they can't do anything with painkillers or anything no. so you're just, just like melting and feeling every bit of it Awful. yeah they're just oh. like just yeah just kill them i'd just be like yeah, yeah you know Put what? Me out just, my who, fucking who's got misery. radiation poisoning? We've all got AK 47s Let's just walk in, just yeah. do the lot. And just, one of the things, right. one of the things that um about the Chernobyl series that didn't do much for me mm. was they focus a lot on. So they had to go and cull a load of the animals, like pets. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. Were left behind in Pripyat and Chernobyl, mm. which is very sad. Obviously, all these people's pets had to be killed, but they focus on it to an alarming degree. It's like mm. guys. There's all like families in that melting, literally yeah, melting yeah. in hospitals. And you're like, we're going to have to shoot these puppies. Like, oh no, that's really sad. Yeah. Don't don't keep showing me it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like maybe like a quarter of the episode, we get it. And yeah, yeah. They they basically did a whole episode on it. They obviously really overestimated like yeah, and it wasn't be. just pets, it was livestock because there were cows. Yeah, and- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, it's like a... Which I guess they would have had to do because people it. were eating the cows. Yes. So like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or drinking their milk or whatever. So and people's cats quite, were like walking around the- just full of radiation. And people were sucking them off, so... <laughs> 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 uh, we kill the guy as well i just think we should i just don't know, <laughs> don't know if we should report it no no he'll find other cats um <laughs> surely all those people got radiation poisoning as well because they were hanging around those puppies going no oh, i can't so much <laughs> yeah. my radioactive radioactive puppies um <laughs> so like i say school, 237 yeah. workers hospitalized 134 with the symptoms of acute radiation poisoning mm. uh of those hospitalized 28 died in the following three months Shit. and then in the following 10 years 14 more workers died mm. that does not sound like enough for the it's enormity not, of the incident of the event right it, it that's feels it. like that's remarkably it, but i find that i find that even more terrifying and here's why it's this like the largest i think there's only ever been two this large two uh, nuclear energy accidents rated at the maximum severity on the international nuclear event scale this one and which it was probably invented for <laughs> yes and then the fuck and then the fukushima oh, nuclear yes. disaster in japan which yes. was 2011 i was gonna right? say yeah. that was way they're later the, yeah they're the only two right so mm. something that enormous yeah like sounds like the death toll should be huge but what's more frightening is the long-term effects of the slow poisoning that that frightens me more than yeah the do you know what I mean? Like yeah. hearing of something that enormous, but it mm. doesn't it doesn't kill you in the way that you expect it to. No, no. don't like it. No, no, I don't like it one bit. It will. It's... It might get you. It might. Yeah, and then yeah. you've got people living in fear of like, oh my god. Mm. Yeah, ah. there's no way to check. It's uh because the Fukushima one. I don't think did many people die from that. I don't think they did. I don't know if anyone died, actually. I'm just looking at uh, that. I can says, find out for you. Oh, there was one confirmed death. And 16 with physical injuries due to hydrogen explosions and two workers taken to hospital with possible radiation burns. That's fuck all. And that's the, that's the second that's biggest Fukushima. one. Yeah, that's Fukushima, um, yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's Fukushima, mate. That's, fuck, that's <laughs> Fukushima opist. Um, But it was a um, uh, only... Oh, just over 10 years ago. Yeah. So 
um, 11, 11 years ago, actually. But like that means that more could still die, un- unless our treatments because of Chernobyl have come on leaps and bounds or whatever. Yeah. I think but also the that was triggered by an earthquake, by the way, the Fukushima one. Yes, which is not this is like oh, it was a, and a, it an was act a huge earthquake, wasn't it? It yeah. was like a un- unheard of. Scale I think the safety measures after Chernobyl have made it so that the actual, some of that happens, the severity of the spreading of radiation isn't as extreme as Chernobyl. Because it's like the cutting corners thing and the human error, like there's a lot of things that were wrong, but then a lot of it was down to like them being cheap and not using the right types of materials to house things. And so like part of the reason it was so severe was because they're like, they, they essentially put nuclear radiation inside a fucking cardboard box and hoped that it wouldn't explode. Right. And well, we put it in this box. <laughs> yeah, it should be fine. Um, and so... There yeah. is maze on back. It's, it's, <laughs> there is maze on back of box. You'll find Tony Tiger in middle. <laughs> I don't even oh need God. to do the pen. He's right there. That's just <laughs> reminded me of a being, you know, John Luke Roberts. Uh, yeah. His show this year, he said, um, he said, imagine a world just like our own, but Tony the Tiger's catchphrase is instead, I'm grieving. (laughs) 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 I'm grieving. Grieving. (laughs) I can see it on the box. Are there there still. Are there still breakfast cereal mascots? Because you don't see adverts yeah. for them anymore. Or at least I don't. Anyway, I, I mean, I do because I'm in that world now. But um, so the Tony's, Tony's, Tony's still kicking about. What? As are Snap, Crack, and Pop. Those three lads. Really? What about Coco the Monkey? Is Coco the Monkey? Oh, Coco, Coco the Monkey's monkey. still about. I reckon. Well, the he's reason the I worst ask one. is because he's a racist. I, I, rem- <laughs> I remember. Um, I remember sort of like even as a kid finding it really weird that mm. um, they'd animate the milk turning chocolatey because yeah, it looked gross, like someone yeah. just. Shitting in it. Shitting in the, in the milk. <laughs> that's a, that's a bit they cut a bowl out. of big fat plops. They, they actually, it's uh, yeah, it's actually is out of the frame. <laughs> Chris loved that. He was like, brilliant <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, think, I think some of your best work, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there with uh, some of the great songs that I've performed. Part of me actually was genuinely impressed that uh, you came up with it and it scanned. Like, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> big fat plops. I'd like to see a, a, a breakfast cereal uh, mascot cinematic universe. <laughs> oh my god! You know the, the leprechaun from Lucky Charms team. Yes. Yeah, what happened to Lucky Charms? Can you still get those? Uh, in America. Oh yeah, yes. from from American sweet shops. You know, yeah. you, I mean, yeah. Whoever got you those Eggos Eggos breakfast cereal? Yeah, and I oh, still yeah. I found the other day. I'm gonna crack them open actually. The Jolly Ranchers. Oh, have you not opened them yet? I never ate. Oh, the, the Jolly Ranchers. Ranchers. Yeah, and uh, Captain you know, Captain Crunch. Good old Captain Crunch. That's what you want. You want in there. What's that? What's Captain Crunch? Captain Crunch is the cereal that jokingly cuts the roof of your mouth. It is very sharp, but essentially, it's I reckon like... these are going to do that. There is um, there is also who else? There was the Nesquik Bunny. I reckon like the Tim? Nesquik Bunny. He was Nesquik Bunny, Bunny has a rival. He's a good guy. Isn't there has a, a rival in Coco Monkey? I think there's a bee. There's the bee oh, was the, for Cheerios. Honey Loops. Honey, honey Nut Loops. Yeah. Honey Nut Loops. Not Cheerios. Um, crack on Cheerios didn't have a mascot, but the honey Cheerios did, I think. Oh, uh, I liked multi-grain Cheerios. Mm, uh, hang on. on, what were the different Cheerios? I thought. I that... tell you what. I, t- I tell you what didn't have um, a uh, a mascot was uh, Shreddies. I feel like it should have. It had like a hunger 
Yeah, it you was, know, it was like hunger's gonna get you. Keeps hunger locked up till lunch, and hunger was like this monster. And it, but it, yeah. wasn't, like on the, it wasn't on the boxes. Was fishing. And yeah, and it wasn't on the boxes. Mm. Wasn't on the boxes. Yeah. Oh, Fruit Loops didn't. They just had that chicken. Fruit Loops had that. Was it a toucan? Was that? With a big old beak. I don't oh, think I yeah. had Fruit Loops. Oh, Fruit Loops! Fruit Loops were the fucking. That was that was it in my He's house. A Jolly Fruit Loops Rancher. Captain Crunch. Yeah. Uh, for listeners, Sue's uh, unwrapped a Jolly Rancher and she had to um, hold it Oi. aloft with both hands. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Simba. <laughs> <laughs> Everything the light touches. <laughs> I won't touch the stuff. Like maybe if I'm like, okay, I'm in a rush. Fine. I'll have two wheat picks, but that's it. Um, like the most depressing cereal on top of that, which is, which I would consider. Um, adults. Yeah. So the grown up cereal, what would the mascots be? Because I feel like Weetabix, the mascot would be a slimming IT technician. Yeah. Slimming. You know? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Special K is just a lady in a red swimsuit. Oh, yeah. And the Special K diet is bullshit. It's like. Eat special K for every meal, and, and then, then shit in yourself. The you shit yeah, your guts out. Well, the opposite, probably. You'll be like, you'll be plugged up for months. You cunt. <laughs> and a part, the second line. part of the diet is you got to you got to shovel in a bunch of fucking prunes, mm. or or cover special K in prune juice instead of milk, and then you'll sort of be yeah. thumbed up. But then there are some food. people, aren't there, that put juice on cereal instead of milk? They're those fucked up. They're fucked are, up, motherfuckers. Are, and if any of you, if any of those people are listeners to the show, please unsubscribe to the show. Right, if they, so you we don't want wherever, you listening. Juice. Where's, where, where, where's my list then? So we've got Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. We've got people that put X-Pac juice on twats. cereals. <laughs> Turns out there's three people left listening. <laughs> out of four. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 The the X Fat Gen Xer who pours apple juice on their nut cluster. (laughs) I'm never listening. I'm I'm out. (laughs) Well, because this is the other thing as well. It was human error, yes, but it was also pressure from you know we got remember Russia in the eighties. Well, they were saying, weren't they? This is this is going to be very dangerous. And the guys in charge were like. Fucking do it. Just do it. And like, yeah, because if you don't, we'll fucking kill your families, mate. And they're like, okay. Well, then. yeah. And it was all like, oh, come on, we gotta get this done now. Yeah. What are you waiting for? And they're like, mm, well, I don't know. Like, well. It was all very much still that fear of of the, you know, yeah, like we'll oh, then you won't work again. Like if you don't yeah. do this, then we'll take your jobs and you can't work anywhere again. They're like, oh, all right then. Oh, I better do it then. I love working here at this nuclear plant. At this nuclear power plant, and at which there's always a leak. There's always something leaking. Yeah. There's always water leaking everywhere. And and there's like a strange metallic smell. Anyone else smell yeah. it? Just me. I don't like it. I think wind farms. It's a- <laughs> wind farms, please. Um, You're going to get an explosion at Wim Farm, are you? No. Unless it's after a big curry. Hell of a guff. Guff town. Guff town. Population. Us. So we're, we're straying very far from uh, uh, from Chernobyl. I think, I think because it's such a disaster that we can't really uh, uh, find any uh, jokes that are tasteful. But uh, <laughs> in... Um, as well as the immediate thing, there was the uh, it turned four square kilometers of a forest reddish brown and killed it. Jesus, wow. that's fucking uh, mental. So That's a lot huge. of animals, a lot of animals in the worst hit areas died 
or stopped reproducing. It sterilized them. Amazing. Uh, then going they back said, to what you talk said, of it, like birds falling out the sky and that. Yeah. Uh, wow. So what you said about domestic animals, a lot of them were removed from mm. the exclusion zone. Horses were left on an island in the Pripyat River, and then they died when their thyroid glands were destroyed by radiation Jeez. doses. Some cattle on the same island died, and those that survived were stunted because of thyroid damage. Mm. But the next generation, when they reproduced, they seemed to be actually quite normal. Oh, right. uh, oh, okay. Mutation rates for plants and animals have increased by a factor of 20 because mm. of uh, the release of, and I hope I say this right, radionuclides from super plants. <laughs> well, I'm quite, I hear about like mutations in animals. That makes me yeah. go, Ugh. but mutations in plants, I'm like, ooh, what's ooh. this? They just, uh, they like just strawberries. Yeah, massive yeah. strawberries, mm-hmm. mate. There is evidence for elevated mortality rates at increased rates of reproductive failure in contaminated mm-hmm. areas. So, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's not uh, funny. <laughs> on high ground, uh, such as mountain ranges, there was uh, increased precipitation due, due to uh, adiabatic cooling. I guess okay. it's like a type really... of thermodynamic process that occurs without transferring heat or mass between the thermodynamic system and its environment. Oh. So it's there you because go. rain the, goes, the... Lucy learned this, is the heat up. And it goes out, it gets evaporated into the sky, and then it cools down, and it becomes rain. So it's just that part that doesn't get done. So it, <laughs> so. it resulted. It resulted in localized concentrations of contaminants on distant areas. So basically, it rained down radiation. Nuclear shit. Nuclear uh, shit, boy. Yeah, but it was higher in, I uh, guess, contamination uh, than it was in the when it, in the lowlands. All yeah. right. Uh, so this effect occurred on high ground in mm. Norway. And the UK. Fuck. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. The Norwegian Agricultural Authority reported in 2009, a total of 18,000 livestock in Norway Norway required uncontaminated feed for a period before slaughter to ensure that their meat had an activity below the government permitted value of cesium per kilogram. Jesus. Wow. That's, I mean, come on. This contamination was due in 2009. That's 23 years. To residual radioactivity from Chernobyl. Jesus. Back in Ukraine. Fuck me. Fuck it, hell. That's uh, mad. We're all full of the, radiation. The UK restricted the movement of sheep from upland areas when radioactive cesium fell across parts of Northern Ireland, Wales, Scotland and Northern England. In the immediate aftermath of the disaster in 1986, the movement of a total of four and a quarter million sheep was restricted across a total of 9,700 farms to prevent contaminated meat entering the human food chain in the UK. Jesus. And that's, like, you look at it on a map. We're a long way from Chernobyl. Yeah, very, very very far away. Very far. I want to visit. The legislation used to control sheep movement and compensate farmers was revoked during October and November 2012. Shit, son, that's 10 years ago. Fucking by hell. the relevant authorities in the UK, the Tories. Yeah. <laughs> had I restrictions in the UK, it. had the restrictions in the UK not occurred, yeah. a heavy consumer of lamb meat would have likely received a dose of 4.1 MSV over a lifetime. Is that a lot? I don't know. Is um, that enough to give you like a big, big mad eye? Yeah. Uh, or, so or I've like just put superpower. Oh, maybe I got that wrong. <laughs> I've, just, I've just put MSV. And it's a TV channel called Motorsport V. <laughs> oh, Motorsport, I think you know it's that. Motorsport V, mate. That's fucking brilliant. It's got 4.1 uh, Motorsport V. 
Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a unit in the international system of units uh, intended to represent the uh, stochastic health risk of ionizing radiation. Okay. Um, well, how, how do you do? There's a there's a lot of technical stuff here that I don't get. Mm, that's like me when um, I read stuff about nine eleven. I'm like, okay, velocity rates. I get it. Oh, cyber. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. As I'm trying to figure out what the because I know I know the I thought it had a different name. I always I only know Geiger counters because of that. Yeah. <laughs> That was quite, that was very effective within the show Chernobyl. <laughs> They'd be in bits of the building, wouldn't they? Go, yeah. Ooh, and it would go, yeah, <laughs> and they're like, Whoa! the radiation's in the room with us. Oh my <laughs> God. Uh, the oh. clicking of a radio, like the, the clicking of a gargameter always reminds me of a purring cat. Ah, it always reminds me of the game Half Life because <laughs> that's that, very that's much more a... nuclear than a cat, isn't it? It's, yeah. Is that part of it? Probably, Joel. <laughs> not a can Chernobyl, though. Hey, hey, hey! By two thousand, the year two thousand, the number of Ukrainians claiming to be radiation sufferers mm. and receiving state benefits for it had jumped to three point five million, which is five percent of the population. In that 2000. is fucking huge. That's huge. Many it... of these are populations uh, resettled from contaminated zones or former or current Chernobyl plant workers. Mm. Okay. And apparently, there is even now, uh, to this day, a motivated push to achieve sufferer status as it gives access to state benefits and medical services that would otherwise right. not be made available to you. Yeah. All right. If you think about it, yeah, it's like fucking. We were we were just hanging about, and then fucking nuclear nuclear plant. Yeah, exploded. especially as it's out there now that they um, you know, stop the yeah. evacuation but again. Like mm. it exploded in a really like unexpected way that I still can't really get my head around because I don't know mm. how it works. But the fact that it didn't actually just like blow up like you'd think it would. Mm. Like, yeah. you know, when like Hiroshima and Nagasaki, it's a nuclear bomb mm -hmm. and it's like yeah. a big mushroom cloud and all of that. Mm. When you hear about a nuclear power plant blowing up, you think fucking hell, it's nuclear. But it's yeah. nothing like... Mm -hmm. uh, a nuclear blast, an, like a, a nuclear bomb. An, 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 an A-bomb. It yeah. just sort of like, it's, it's almost like it's... Almost like again, silent but deadly. Cut down, <laughs> it, yeah, cut down, because it ends up doing this, killing you slowly. Yeah, mm. which is a failed song from. Because uh... <laughs> you've got Fugees. you've got the, the you've got the center yeah. you've got the center of a nuclear disaster. Yes, two people died straight away. That, and you think like that's it doesn't it does not equate it doesn't make sense it doesn't it's still even though it doesn't compute to my head because i'm not yeah. clever enough to understand how nuclear power works i just don't get it it's mm. like but in my head yeah. in my head when you you hear about a massive nuclear disaster you think fuck me that must be devastating and it is devastating mm -hmm. but not in the way that you expect that's what frightens me wasn't mm. it still pumping out because like obviously the the kind of how they finally they couldn't stop it the giant concrete sarcophagus that they put over the top of it because it well, just it um, just keeps pumping fucking well, nuclear shit mm, into the because air. they'd lost then they it was the reactor that they lost right yeah mm. so there was nothing keeping anything in it wasn't going anywhere it was just yeah. going yeah. into the into the fucking atmosphere so they're like oh i don't know put a big fucking concrete thing over it that should stop it right mm. and that's what they did <laughs> they just fucking covered it in concrete yeah yeah you said let's go visit it earlier and you reminded me of this terrible film in which um because it is you can, die hard uh <laughs> oh they do that they do go to Pipriot they go to that. chernobyl in that yeah yeah the, 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 the climax takes place in chernobyl 
there's a terrible Why? found footage uh horror film set there because like apparently um that's a popular thing is that you could is the tours that you can go to yeah you can go visit yeah, and they make you wear towns. a little thing Geiger counter yeah that uh, registers radiation and once it's gone a certain color they're like you have too much radiation you have to go now yeah i, I expect they're being very careful oh yeah, yeah yeah but obviously in the film it's very much like oh it's a shifty russian people who are taking them on this trip and they're like oh and then they get lost and then it turns out that there's creatures in um that's in... more disrespectful it, yeah that's you know more, I mean? way worse like, than us yeah. yeah yeah just be like oh so what the radiation just turns people into fucking monsters does it mm. right yeah instead of being like well actually um the, the scariest really thing is that everyone just dies slowly of radiation poisoning. <laughs> the film is fairly uneventful, and then the it's film, just the rest of their lives. Yeah, the film. The film. The film, is, uh, the film is days long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them becomes sterile, uh, and another one like loses sight in one of their eyes. <laughs> Don't find and... out that they're sterile though until until like fifteen years from now when they're trying to have a baby. They're trying to have a baby. Yeah, like yeah. The heartbreaking scene of them at the doctors where they're like, I'm afraid you're hurt. He's like, that fucking. And kid. they can't really understand why. They're like, maybe this isn't going to happen to you. And then they start, oh, I, I mean, I, I did go and visit Chernobyl. And they're like, know. oh, they paid. Did thousands. you leave when your badge turned a funny color? No. No. Well, I'm sorry, sir, but uh, that's just, that's not You've it. You've become a creature. And then she, she leaves him. <laughs> and then, yeah, he becomes a preacher. But then he turns to drink. And which is a shame, like it's not a, it's not an obvious thing, but it's a shame. And then and then he sort of dies quite uneventfully, falling mm. over while trying to shift some of the ice behind the church. He just slips over, bangs ah! on the railing. <laughs> That's the noise he makes. Ah! The same noise that um, Al Pacino makes at the end of The Irishman. <laughs> in the in in this movie, he's played by uh, oh, what's his name, Patrick Wilson. Yeah, Patrick Wilson, who was in um, uh, who was in Moonfall, yes. Moonfall, and he's in Phantom of the Opera, and he sings so beautifully. I started watching Moonfall because um, mm-hmm. I, I do you remember when I we recorded and you said that it's like so bad, yeah. and yeah, it's I was awful. like, yeah, but is it is it is there even any entertainment value in the fact that it's so nonsense? And <laughs> yeah. you went, I wish, yeah. I sort of like took that on board because you know what you're talking about and then in the meantime I'd convinced myself that you must be wrong and that there must be some, <laughs> oh, there must be some entertainment value yeah there must be some entertainment value in it and god you were right I turned it off like it's oh, so I wish, so bad I wish it had been more fun yeah yeah it just take itself too seriously and it could have been but but also it's like mm-hmm. all of a sudden all of a sudden there's the disasters yeah like that's not even how you structure any story no. it's like they, they there's something weird that happens on the moon and then it builds up and then like one of the uh, like a city gets devastated by a tidal wave yeah. yeah that there should have been somebody working a lighthouse an old salty old seat dog that works a lighthouse that sort of like that looks out the window and then sees it and then tries to raise the alarm and nothing and then disaster yeah. no it's just all of a sudden a shot of a tidal wave destroying a city and it's like no. i don't care about that yeah, because those, for those 45 seconds, you're like, oh, no, his family, his kids, that poor salty sea dog. Yeah, yeah there's a photo. Fo- and you don't even need to do it properly. There's a photograph of the family that he looks yeah. at it wistfully and then the, the lighthouse gets toppled. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Even even Deep Impact knew this. That's fucking and what I did, what, what I Structuring couldn't... like Chernobyl, the disaster. 
<laughs> and what I couldn't believe was that this is directed by Roland Emery, the king yeah. of disaster movies. He should know yeah. exactly what he's doing. Yeah. All Sarah he had to do me... was make it stupid, and he couldn't even really do that properly. Yeah. Yeah. She said she, she, she what was... watched the whole thing, and she said it was, it was as dreadful as you're saying, Chris. Mm. She's like, oh, so bad. Because <laughs> I, I remember, like, you know, The Day After Tomorrow, that's one of his as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's stupid, but still kind of entertaining. Yeah, and there's yeah. got some fun set pieces, like when they're running away from the ice. From the frost? Yeah, oh, the, yeah, in the library. So and also stupid. The, the wolves get out of the zoo, but they're okay for the climate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, so, and they, in amongst everything as well, they've got wolves to contend with. <laughs> oh, and the wolves I, turn, I go along with that. They turn instantly feral. Like they they, they come yeah. out of captivity in which they <clears throat> relied on human beings. I ah. assume their <clears throat> entire lives, and they're like, no. Yeah. So the uh, what you're misunderstanding there, Masood, is that the wolves' arc is uh, <laughs> rage. They're very angry. <laughs> the wolves are. They're very angry about it. It's all been set up. It's all been set up. They're very angry about having yeah. been uh, in captivity. They didn't like it. So. Once they're out, they're going to take revenge of on Dennis Quaid. On, on specifically on Dennis Quaid. They hate him the mm. most. Yeah. They're like, how dare you? <laughs> you were great in Great Balls of Fire. You <laughs> <laughs> um, Like, uh, what was it? Yeah, she said that there's, there's a scene in, like you're saying, in Moonfall, where um, you see cities, but no extras dying. And she's like, that's the best bit of a disaster film. People like, ah! then, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I get what she's saying, but yeah. also it's meant to make you connect with what's happening. Absolutely. Seeing yeah, yeah. the human devastation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You're supposed just to be watching a it, it, Basically, you might as well just be not even playing a video game, watching a cutscene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Watching a, watching a cutscene from a rubbish game in which not even they have the budget to kill fake people. It was rubbish. <laughs> it had like a handful of funny moments, but it wasn't like a joy. No. Yeah, which is and the guy so that fun. you're meant to the guy that you're meant to sort of like be rooting for, the everyday northern English guy. Yeah. Right? Oh god. But but um he's like the hero of the piece because he's proven right, but it, what's it? What's its point? Is it saying listen to conspiracy theorists? Yeah, yeah. he's what, annoying online. He's annoying himself. and nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, that actor, he's from Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yes, I, I found him deeply annoying. They'd obviously asked fucking Jonah Hill and Josh Gad, and yeah. they'd finally gone like, well, we'll ask this guy from Game of Thrones. For some reason, he lives in America. And he's like, hello, everybody. I'm a conspiracy his, theorist. His mum's American. Yeah. What? Why You're part of the now. I get that it. Um, I get that it. That makes sense. Do you know what I mean? But like, yeah. maybe he reconnected with his mum. Maybe she was American and they were raised in the UK, and then she went back to America when he grown up. He went with her. Ugh, maybe, maybe it works. But but mom. but when when I feel like when you that sort of thing happens, you don't like instantly you start questioning it. It's like, yeah, what the fuck's going on there? And it's really yeah. distracting because it's like she's from. Uh, she's from LA. He's from Sheffield. What? Yeah. But then, just tell me why. I mean, his dad. His dad much. must have been fucking charming as fuck. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Yeah, he yeah. was annoying. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like his dad must have been like a super dude. Because like that LA and Sheffield. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, I see. Those are yeah, two... yeah. I and Masood is saying that. Yeah, that's. He's, that's got... <laughs> <laughs> he's got. He's got Kenya and Peterborough. <laughs> And Masood is <laughs> he's gotta be his parents are Peter Gallagher and Grace Jones. And Grace Jones.
So yes, where were we? Uh, Chernobyl. <laughs> Chernobyl. Oh, uh, we're about to get onto birth defects. So okay. Yes. Oh, goody. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, um, this is before we get onto birth defects, though. Uh, 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 two geneticists, Ronald Chesser and Robert Baker, they mm. in 1996 published a paper on the thriving vole population in the exclusion zone. <laughs> hey. They did great. They so the voles did all right out of it. Because yeah. they were just <laughs> predators. I suppose um, so. A lot of their natural predators were probably killed. But do you want to listen? Don't let's not wait. Wait. Wait before we start uh, standing the moles, because yeah. um, uh, uh, Chester and Baker said that the mutation rate in these animals is hundreds and probably thousands of times greater than normal. And yeah. this right. claim occurred after they had done a comparison of mitochondrial DNA on the Chernobyl voles with that of a control group of voles from outside the region. Yeah. And these alarming yeah. conclusions led to led the paper to appear on the front cover of a prestigious nature journal called Nature. Okay. The glove ripped up the glove. The glove and, uh, ripped up the middle of the glove. Uh, <laughs> but not long after the... Yeah. This is... I don't know how they could show their faces because Chester and Baker discovered that they'd incorrectly classified the species of vole and therefore were comparing the genetics of two entirely different species of vole. Oh, uh, not even the... Yeah, so that meant that they had to very embarrassingly issue a retraction about their vole paper. I can imagine the people who sat there being like, ah, oh, unbelievable. And what I'm was. saying is, is the casualties of Chernobyl just keep coming. They just keep... They, <laughs> and, it's, and then it's the voles. I mean, it's just... Ugh, it, it saddens me. Mm. Um, there was a lot of scare stories happening because apparently journalists mistrusted a lot of medical professionals. Well, so I, there was a lot through of their yeah. Through their um, reporting would encourage the public to mistrust them as well. Uh, well, because I guess there was a lot of like, you know, Russia wasn't exactly telling the truth 90% of the time. Yep. So uh, so what happened was throughout the European continent, due to this media driven framing of the contamination and what it meant, like uh, many requests for induced abortions of otherwise normal pregnancies were obtained out of fear. Of oh, wow. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. But that doesn't really get spoken about either. No. Mm. So it wasn't necessarily, I mean, obviously uh, it did cause birth defects, I think. And there was uh, obviously had an effect on a lot of people's uh, reproduction, but there were also very healthy pregnancies that were, were terminated out of fear termin- yeah. because of what had happened. Yeah. It's, oof. Hmm. Mm. you making a joke out of that, fuckos. Okay, we can't, we really can't. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about that. Guys. That's just tragic. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, I like that finally Miss John Rocks is stumped for something that... say. Would you like to hear some more about Professor Weedo? I am um, <laughs> okay, then... it's uh I'm not gonna do just... fuck his song, am I? I'm just imagining our fan in Watertown <clears throat> saying that screaming that at the top of his lungs. Yeah. <laughs> He's listening yeah. To so show. um you know the uh uh were they called the liquidators, those divers? I don't know. I mean, it's a fucking cool name. So let's <laughs> stick with uh, it. The, the Chernobyl liquidators were civil and military personnel who were called upon to deal with the consequences of it uh, mm. on the site. Uh, and they're, they're, they are credited with limiting the immediate and long-term damage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so they, um, maybe not the divers, uh, but they were uh, an all-male civil defense emergency workforce. They went on to father normal children without an increase in developmental anomalies uh, or a statistically oh. significant increase in the frequencies of uh, mu- mutations. 
And this normality is similarly seen in the children of the survivors of another incident called the Goyania. Mm-hmm. Goyania? Goyania? Which was a radioactive contamination accident that occurred in 1987 in Brazil. Oh, shit. Okay. So it's, yeah, sometimes there's not that much. Like some people are fine, <laughs> is, is what you're saying. Is that those guys were right at the fucking heart of it. Those guys. Um, yeah. And there was a there was a study last year based on uh, whole genome sequencing of children of parents employed as the liquidators, and that indicated no transgenerational genetic defects of exposure of parents to ionizing oh, radiation. Oh, huh. that's okay. good, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> that's good. Well, that's good. I have no idea how much of that is luck or how much of that is, um, like I say, we have no idea how this disaster manifests itself in killing people. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, so it's I either no, it's either like I I've already said. I'll say it again. Can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, no idea. It's, it's either you're dead on dead on arrival, uh, dead over some years, or not. <laughs> it's like those yeah. seem to be the yeah. three. I mean, it sounds to me like it's possible or feasible for somebody, yeah. possibly, if they hadn't imposed restrictions, to have died from eating a lamb chop in Yorkshire, mm. and somebody been... to have been at the blast site on the day. Yeah. And survive. They could have survived. Yeah. Yes, that person that ate lamb, could, like years later, could have died from it. I, yeah, mm. this, 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 still bloody way. That's. I mean, I do like that comparison. I, I feel like there's because it obviously can um, activate cancer cells as well. Because yes. a lot of yeah. people then got cancer from. Yeah. In the well, aftermath. that's the big. That's the big scare, isn't it? It's like it's kind of makes it go faster. Makes this is why I don't faster. get. This is why I don't get radiation. All right, it can cause cancer, but also it's the treatment for cancer. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> like, I guess it what's was... up with that? I guess you like overload it so it dies. I don't know. But I, I like the like, yeah, a comedian could come out and say that and be like, no, it's a genuine question. I have no idea. There's no joke. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the deal with uh with yeah, you treat radiation with radiation? What's the but deal with radiation? <laughs> but seriously, how did how does it work? <laughs> I guess no, I because it's because uh, in my head it was always I didn't know that um, chemotherapy was a liquid until fairly recently, and by that I mean the last seven or so years. I right. thought it was a fucking like a machine, and they sort of aimed it at the cells, and went whoop, <laughs> and they ah! just <laughs> that's what I thought it was. I never questioned it, never looked like it up, Al Pacino having, and the Irishman. Yeah, <laughs> I, despite having so makes the same to, to the information, I was just like, ah, oh, it's a machine in that. <laughs> then when I found out it was a liquid, I was like, I didn't tell anyone I didn't know. I just went, oh, yeah, right. okay, it's a liquid. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense as to why it's more <laughs> easily available and how you can have so many people on at once. Because if it was a machine, there'd be one in every hospital. Why did you think there were people were on drips? I don't. I don't know. I thought it was like the recovery. Were they waiting from the to machine? go in to be booped? Yeah, I thought, I thought it was recovery from the machine. I thought it was like you, you get sapped of your liquids. <laughs> I don't know, Chris. This is the weird thing. <laughs> We're just we're just we're just getting your blood ready for the boop machine. <laughs> so uh, let's because he died yesterday. Oh. Mikhail Gorbachev, uh, the final leader of the Soviet Union, stated in respect to the Chernobyl disaster that more than anything else, Chernobyl opened the possibility of much greater freedom of expression to the point that the hey. Soviet system as we knew it could no longer continue. That's why we're doing it in this season because oh, ultimately. Yes. Ultimately, it was a point in the graft of the dissolution of the Soviet Union. Gotcha. And like I say, it played into uh, the, uh, the, the, the the fears that had held over the last few decades on the entire world. Mm. Nuclear yeah. disaster. Well, good job everything worked out in Russia. 
maybe we'll get back to that. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if Gor- I wonder if Gorby will come up again. Yeah, I feel like Gorby. 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 Gorby, you didn't do enough. <laughs> so that that's uh, that's Chernobyl that's, episode one hundred fifty. That's cool. One hundred fifty. One. Well, zero. They are. Uh, Thanks so much, everyone. If you want to find us, you can. We're on Twitter and Instagram, Mystery on the Rocks with an X. We are on uh, email, Mystery on the Rocks, spelled CKS, at gmail.com. Drop us a line. And if you want to see these episodes, get free merch and cocktail recipes and bonus episodes and everything, you can. Patreon.com slash Mystery on the Rocks, spelled CKS. We'll see you there. Wow, what fun. I thought both times you said cocktails and bonus. I thought you were going to say if you want if you want to see cocks and bonus. Cocks and bonus. <laughs> cocks and bonus. This is just the way I operate now. Cocks and bonus anyone. Just, all right. Bye everybody. Bye. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.